right. Well, hello and welcome, you guys. Freaking welcome and hello. Today, today's Thursday, which can only really mean one thing. If you're sitting here at the Groom Green YouTube channel, that means it's vlog day, you guys. I've been looking forward to this all week. I've been looking forward to this all day. I love vlog day. So thank you guys for being here. I, I see you guys in the chat. Appreciate you. For anybody watching on the replay, the timestamps are going to be the first pinned comment. Right underneath this video, those timestamps come courtesy of my main man, Jeremy V. I think I saw him in the chat. I'm not sure. He's a little bit of an enigma. He's all over the place. But welcome, you guys. I have a full-on action-packed vlog for you guys tonight. Um, let, me do, uh, let me do a quick rundown there, Jim. I have a beer for sure. I'm uh, going to talk about uh, what I've been vaping. Uh, we have some retro vapings to do. Yeah, there's the retro vapings. We have some uh, liquid tastings to do. I'm going to sprinkle in some news and advocacy in there as well. Bloomberg might be in a little bit of trouble. We talked about this on TBN this week, and I got a little more information around Bloomberg maybe being in trouble. And that just, man, that makes me so excited because I just dislike the man so, so, so much, so much. And... We might have a uh, possible double dose of getting to know Grim Green. Here's the thing. I got no mail tonight, which is honestly a, a relieving that I don't have any mail tonight. But it leaves a little bit of a gap. It leaves a little bit of a gap there that don't even trip. Tons of stuff we can fill in that hole. We, got, we always run long. We always run long. Anyway, we are here today to celebrate together, uh, dude, 12 years combustion free. Uh, as of uh, the 27th, so as of yesterday, yesterday was my 12-year vapeversary, and it's happened so many times now, I kind of forgot, I kind of forgot, I didn't even think about it. January 27th came, and I didn't even think about it until my buddy Flitz, who, happy birthday, Flitz, my buddy Flitz reminded me, oh, 12 years, and I said, whoa, shit, so I posted on Facebook, 12 years, combustion-free, and it's one of those things like, Man, I can think back to the very beginning when I was still setting down that cigarette and picking up that little DSE 901 and not realizing how pivotal of a moment that was in my life, just making that one quick change, you know? And here we are 12 years later, 12 years without combustion, just thanks to, thanks to literally batteries, PGVG, nicotine, and flavoring. I accidentally quit smoking, accidentally quit smoking, and uh, I just love that. So thank you guys for being here tonight to celebrate, you know, 12 years. That's kind of crazy. I saw in the chat earlier, a lot of people are celebrating. I saw Randy Stull. He's up there with 11 years. There's like 10-year, 9-year, 8-year vapors in the house. I love that. I You have no idea how much I love that. Do you have any idea, like, between just like a few of us, all of the cigarettes unsmoked like not smoked exactly chunkmeister it's all about the ones you it's it's not about the ones you smoke it's about the ones you don't look i agree that is so many non-smoked cigarettes that uh just makes me real real happy i guess what i want to do right now is uh it's that one thing where I get to hear from one of my subscribers it's just my favorite thing on earth so right now i'd like to hear from Ty, you out there, Ty? What say you? Hey Nick, uh, my name's Ty. I live up here in Washington State. I just wanted to give a huge shout out to my brother Cole. He's the one who got me into vaping initially. 
And um, a big shout out to you and the wonderful community that you've made on YouTube that's helped me, my wife, my brother, and a bunch of other people stay off deadly combustible tobacco cigarettes. So thank you so much, man. And um, let's keep on vaping. Hell yeah, Ty. Congratulations. Cigarette free. We're definitely shouting out your brother, Cole. And you heard it. He's shouting out all you guys in the chat. The, the Grim Green YouTube community helped Ty. Like, doesn't that feel good, you guys? We helped Ty not, like, not smoke cigarettes anymore. Damn it. <laughs> I love that. I love it. It's my favorite thing. It's my second favorite thing next to Gabe Claus being in the chat. I appreciate it. <laughs> I see you there, Gabe Claus. If anybody else out there in uh, in in the internet world has a video or is going to shoot a video that they want to see featured on the vlog, you can send them on over to me, nick at grimgreen.com, and just mark your subject, that one thing. I'll see the attachment. I'll watch them. People have been sending them in. It's been great. And if you want to shout out literally anything, you want to, it can be literally anything. I want to see pets. I want to see iguanas. I want to see spiders. I want to see uh, your newly remodeled closet. Like if that's something you did, I want to see it. Send it on over to me, nick at grimgreen.com. I'd love to see it. And now what we're going to do is uh, before we get to beer, I did see a, a couple of uh, a couple of super chats come in. Let's just crank through some of these super chats, you guys. Cool? All right. Too many, too many super chats. I appreciate it, you guys. Andrew, that's very gracious of you. He says he can't make the vlog tonight. He's going to catch the replay. Have a great vlog. Cool kids, you just keep being awesome. Easily done. That's all they know how to do, Andrew Ehring. That's all the cool kids know how to do is be cool. Barbara, happy anniversary. I love you too. Appreciate that. Tom, uh, first super chat before the chat begins. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> happy belated birthday. It's going to be my birthday in like... Two months. Gat, gat, gat. I still, still appreciate it, Tom. Still appreciate it. Gavlar, that's very gracious of you. You sound like a warlord, and I like that. <laughs> Nero Strat, congrats on the 12 years smoke free, bro. This one's for you. Sorry, I can't stay. Gonna catch the replay. Here's to another 12. Here's to another 12. Here's to another 30. Here's to another. I like nicotine and I can keep using it for the rest of my life now and it's not going to kill me. How about that? How about just till I'm in the grave? How about that? <laughs> Bubba, it's very gracious of you. Finally made it to a live, but I'm still a rewatch crew at heart. It's cool, Bubba. I like it when rewatch crew gets to come to the live streams because then I get to like talk to you guys and hang out. Like when Ojashi Magashi shows up in the live stream, it's like, oh, Replay crew, here, live. It's more fun. Trey, super gracious of you. Grim, your birthday was yesterday and you promised me a death metal happy birthday song. <laughs> I turned 36, four years and four years smoke-free, five years clean. Trey, okay, let's sing happy birthday to Trey. I don't know if we can do uh, like a death metal version of it, but we can all go. And I'm trusting you guys to sing happy birthday with me so I don't feel dumb singing it by myself, okay? Happy birthday to Trey. Happy birthday to Trey. Happy birthday to Trey. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Trey. 
36 years old, 36 years young, four years smoke-free, five years clean. Damn it, bro. That deserves a high five and a fist bump and a hug all around. Baby dough. Let's have an awesome vlog. Look, I'm trying. That's what we're that's what we're setting out to do, baby dough. Josh, that's very gracious of you. What dripper should I use with a noisy cricket? <laughs> wow. Super random question. Um the I don't know. The, the original noisy cricket's only 22 millimeters, so Twisted Messes RDA? Twisted Messes RDA? Didn't I used to rock the recoil on my OG recoil? Is it 22 or 24 millimeters? TM24. Get the TM or the TM24. That's what I would say. Steve, I just joined the Patreon a few days ago. Super excited to be part of the gang. Yo, yo, keep on vaping. I'm Surtur. Also, congratulations on 12 years. All right, Surtur. Thank you. I'm so pumped. You get to, you get, we're hanging out tonight. BT dubs to all my yo, yo, cool kids hanging out in Zoom after the vlog tonight. Wired talk. Big G's here. I'm here for the celebratory cake. <laughs> Congratulations, sir. Appreciate that very much. We got Gabe. Happy Vaporversary. Uh, Soko checking in. Southern Comfort's here. Josh is here. Vlog day on my birthday. Greetings from Mexico. It's your birthday, Josh. Wait, Josh, is your last name Gojira? Okay, that's super cool. Josh Gojira. That's super fucking cool. I, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Josh. Happy birthday, dear Josh Gojira. Happy birthday to ya. Okay, so now let's pause the super chats just for a hot second. What I want to do, I'm parched. I'm parched and I want to use my favorite new adjective for beer coined by Poon Sauce McNasty. So what we're going to do right now, hang on, where's the, you know... It's hard to keep track of, uh, you know. Ah, high speed bumpers. That's what I like to see. So we picked this out on the Wednesday stream. This is Tahitian Breeze from Icarus Brewing, brewed in New Jersey, Lakewood, New Jersey. Store cold, drink fresh. This is 7.7%. And just, I'm not sure if you caught that description on there, but let me read this to you. It's an imperial IPA with lactose, toasted coconut, strawberries, peaches, and vanilla beans. I just would like to remind everybody one more time that this is an adult product for adults with alcohol, illegal for minors. All you need to do to buy one of these is have a card that says it's okay. Strawberries, peaches, coconut, and vanilla beans inside of a beer, inside of alcohol. This is flavored alcohol brewed in New Jersey where New Jersey has a flavored vaping ban. Clown world. We live in a clown world. I know very little about this beer other than I'm excited to I'm excited to drink it and it came from Oh, Fibo. This is a this is a for British eyes only beer. Thank you for British eyes only. I know you're not here right now tonight. You maybe you'll watch the replay. I don't know. You're kind of a big deal these days. You don't have time for Grim Green anymore. So this is from you, Tahitian Breeze. Appreciate it, Fibo. <laughs> you know I'm just giving you a hard time, bro. Come on. Don't take anything I say seriously. I mean, take some things seriously, but just not when I insult you. 
because then that's then I'm just joking. Jets Cup. Look at that Tahitian breeze in there. Look at that Tahitian head on there. That is a goofy, tall, ri ridiculous Tahitian beverage head. So as I said, 7.7%. 7 Shouldn't be too crazy of a vlog. Cheers, you guys. Here's to you. Wow. That is freaking delicious. Uh, it's an IPA, so it's a little bitey and a little bit hoppy. You get your jowls kind of watering a little bit. It is... Damn, it's almost like too sweet of a beer for me. It's, you get roasty coconuts, you get that piney IPA. There's definitely like a medley of like strawberry peach vanilla. It's kind of, you can't pick out just strawberry or just peaches or anything like that. It's kind of this sweet strawberry peach vanilla but it's also inside of an IPA. So you're getting that like, you know, like I said, that bitey IPA and Poon Sauce McNasty. Now you guys are hip to Poon Sauce. He's a moderator here. If you head over to his YouTube, he's been reviewing some beers lately. And in the, uh, the last beer video that he did, the live stream, he said that the description of this beer had his jowls globbering. <laughs> I don't think that's the funniest thing. I've heard, I love that. This has, it, it's it's bitey and bright. It definitely has my jowls globbering like they have not globbered ever really that I can remember. It's delicious. If you had told me there was mango in here, I'd believe you. It's like a really tropical, if you said this is a an IPA brewed with coconuts, mango and pineapple, I, I would probably believe you because I get like this just concoction of tropical deliciousness. It's okay. Poonsaw, so your jowls globbering? My jowls were globbering. Globbering with a capital B. Globbering. It's globbering time. Anyway, this is freaking delicious. I don't know what I can pair this with exactly right now because I don't know what's in anything. How about... I have no, I have no sweet anything set up, like nothing fruity, nothing peachy, nothing strawberry-y. I have some dewy boba that's honeydew oh. boba. Could be a good pairing. You know what? Let's see. This is in the uh, Mongrel RDA. Did a build stream on Monday for this if you want to check it out. It's been pretty good. I mean, I've been using it and it's been, uh, it's been real nice over the last few days. Dude, that's good. That is a good pairing. I really, really like this beer. I really, really like this pairing. Man, that's good. If you have the chance to track down some Dewey Boba, I don't know if it exists really anymore or where you can get it anymore, but... This is the one and only honeydew flavor that I enjoy. It's the one and only honeydew flavor that exists, in my opinion, that doesn't taste like the inside of a plastic Halloween mask. You know when you were a kid and you'd buy like plastic Halloween masks, you put over your head that smell, that like vinyl plastic, like the inside of an old tent, <laughs> like that smell, that flavor is what all honeydew e-liquids taste like to me except for Dewey Boba. It's the only good honeydew. 
doesn't taste like the inside of a plastic Halloween mask, and I think it's delicious. So moving on from there, we got some beer in the system. We got some vape in the system. This is this is going great. This is going really well. Um, you guys want to jump into some news and advocacy? I just have a little bit, and uh, it's also going to be eh, just a little bit of... Uh, you know, story time. We're going to do a little bit of story time with Grim Green. I'm going to read you something that Guy Bentley wrote for the Reason Foundation about Massachusetts. Oh, it's amazing. It's incredible. So so hang with me, guys. News and advocacy is coming up right now. News and advocacy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why I tried to sound so official there. Like, stay tuned. News and advocacy will be coming right back on the word from our sponsors. It's not what's happening. So uh, what's going on in the world of news and advocacy? So, you know, uh, same as usual. We're getting attacked from everywhere, every which way, every which side. Uh, Bloomberg Philanthropies, American Heart Association, American Lung Association, American Medical Association, NIH, Department of Human, uh, Department of Health and Human Services. In the United States, vaping is a clusterfuck. And in the United Kingdom, much, much less of a clusterfuck. So much so that I'm just going to point you directly to Vic's video. We talked about this a little bit on TBN last week, but I'm going to put a link in the description of Vaping with Vic. He has a whole video. They're deregulating vaping in the United Kingdom. They feel in the United Kingdom. Now, listen to how alternate reality this sounds. In the United Kingdom, they're worried that not enough smokers are switching to vaping. Could you imagine if that was a concern of like, you know, the American Cancer Society, the American Lung Association, the American Heart Association, the United Kingdom is legitimately worried that not enough of their citizens are switching to vaping, so they're deregulating vaping. They're taking vaping out of the tobacco products directive, the TPD, and they want vaping to be more accessible to people. So I'm going to link in the description to a great video that Vic did. He goes through the whole deal and uh, talks about everything that's involved. They don't have anything, I, I don't believe, as of yet to replace the TPD, but they're going to, be, I believe, have vapor technology-specific regulations. So you know how in the United States um, the FDA considers this a tobacco product? It's not the case in the United Kingdom. They're going to have specific vape let you know vape regulations so that it's not just part of a tobacco control plan it's like its own separate thing and and i think that's uh i i love that i think that's fantastic um I also want to throw this out there real quick as well. There, we still have this GoFundMe going for Hope. And if you guys know Hope, Texas Mama over there on Instagram, she's just wonderful. She's a wonderful person. She sometimes sends me tortillas, the greatest tortillas in the world, I'm convinced. And she ran into just a whole mess of bad times and bad luck, horrible car accident. She doesn't have a car. She's taking care of her uh, daughter, Caitlin, who has autism. She's taking care of her mother who has health issues. She has her own health issues. She can't, she doesn't have a car. She's taking lifts and Ubers to get to the grocery store. I've done this speech a bunch. I'm going to put a link in the description to the GoFundMe. If you want to go help out Hope and her daughter, uh, Caitlin, that's going to be in the description. Um, Additionally, what's going to be in the description is, 
you know, I don't, obviously, I'd like to do story time with Grim Green. I like to sit here and read and, and, and read you guys articles so you can just kick back and listen. I don't have time to read this whole article, but Filter Mag put out an incredible article about this poor guy in India who, India, apart from the United States, has some of the worst vape legislation. It's like India, the Philippines, and the United States. That's the worst, the, and like Kenya. Those countries have the worst, worst vape legislation. And this article, I switched from vaping back to smoking thanks to India's government on Filter Mag is great. It's the, it talks about vaping in India. It talks about the hurdles they have to overcome. And it tells the story of this one poor guy who smoked his whole life because smoking is such a prevalent thing in India. He switches to vaping. He talks about how freeing it is, how liberating it is to get to choose how to, you know, ingest your nicotine, how to, how to choose the less harmful alternative. And then thanks to the rules and regulations in this, in, you know, in the country of India, he's back on cigarettes now. Back on cigarettes now in the name of public health. People are back on cigarettes now because of public health. It's enough to make you want to stab your eyeballs out and drip e-liquid into the remaining eye socket holes. At least me, that's the reaction I have. <laughs> I've never done that. I'm just kidding. I've never wanted to do that. So yeah, India, I'll put a link down in the description. Uh, if you're not hip to Filter Mag, get hip to Filter Mag. They release uh, a lot of really good articles uh, around a lot of like illicit substances and, and, and you know, they cover drug policy and things like this as well. But uh, Filter Mag, this is a great article. I would highly recommend checking it out. At the end, you're gonna feel, you're really gonna feel for this guy because it's such a relatable thing because I'm assuming the majority of us went from tobacco, cigarettes, to vaping. Now imagine when you first started vaping, like in 2000, did you get that? That was 2000, in 2009, I, I, I'm trying to imagine like, I'm smoking like a chimney, I discover vaping, I'm vaping now instead of smoking, and imagine like six months later, the federal government just straight up banned vaping and I couldn't get anything, that's it, whoops, back to cigarettes. Nice little break from smoking that I had there, straight back to cigarettes. I don't know how they can do that in the name of public health. Yeah, disclaimer, <laughs> Michelle Wynn. Disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer, uh, please don't rip out your eyeballs and then pour uh, e-liquid into your open eye holes. Don't, don't do that. Um, so that's a really great article. I'll link to that down in the description. One more thing I wanted to talk about here in the news and advocacy. How are we doing on time? Wow, we are doing really good on time. I feel like I could just waste time right now. Doo -doo. Casual vlog, casual vlog. There's no danger of running long. Uh, I'm going to read you to you right now. Just kick back, pretend this is a podcast. We're going to be reading about the failures of flavored tobacco bans. This comes to us from the Reason Foundation and from Guy Bentley. Guy Bentley spoke 
at the last rally that was in Washington, D.C. Uh, got to meet him, shake his hand. That was pretty cool. I'm a big fan of Guy Bentley. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he's just a big British libertarian who writes for Reason magazine. And he wrote about the failures of the flavored tobacco bans in Massachusetts. Wait till you hear this. Wait till you hear this information. It's going to blow your mind. And for the record, Sergio, yeah, dude, I agree with you. Massachusetts. Anybody from Massachusetts? We got any mass holes in the house? Who's in the mass? I didn't see Nick here. Any mass holes in the house? All right. Good to see you here, mass holes. Massachusetts is learning how ineffective its ban on all flavored tobacco products has been. And it is a failure. Objectively, you can look at Massachusetts. It is a failure by every definition of the word failure. The first state in the nation that passed a ban on marijuana is learning the cost of prohibition all over again. Last June, Massachusetts' ban on all flavored tobacco products was implemented with full force. As a result, menthol cigarettes, flavored vapes, and smokeless tobacco are no longer available for sale in the Bay State. Legally, that is. Business owners, politicians, and economists warned state officials that prohibition would supercharge the illicit tobacco market and do little to reduce tobacco use. But public health groups promised these fears were overblown and that the benefit of the flavored tobacco ban would be more, would do more than make up for any costs the state might suffer. Now, however, the New England Convenience Store and Energy Marketers Association Nexima, N-E-C-S-E-M-A, Nexima, has crunched the numbers for the first six months of the ban. It's not looking good. From June 2020 to November 2020, Massachusetts cigarette excise tax stamps sales. Holy shit, let me start that paragraph again. From June 2020 to November 2020, Massachusetts cigarette excise tax stamps sales fell 24% with $62 million in revenue lost. Whoa, Massachusetts, whoa. When including lost sales tax, that figure raises to $73 million. Massachusetts flavor ban has already cost the state $73 million and I just love that. I hope someone, I wish I could have seen Charlie Baker's face when, when like someone in his administration, like someone economist in the state told him that his flavored tobacco ban has just cost the state $73 million. I just want to see his face. These figures do not include Massachusetts losses from other flavored products like cigars, smokeless tobacco, pipe tobacco, or e-cigarettes, so they represent an underestimate of the state's overall revenue losses, with the comprehensive figure possibly breaching $100 million in lost revenue. Wow. Well done, Massachusetts. You know, that's just well done. Really good job. Whoops, what is this doing here? Let's flip that around. Flip that like that. Is that better? Is that better or worse? Number one or number two? Well done, Massachusetts. $100 million in lost revenue. Yeah. The fucked up thing is Charlie Baker thought he was going to make up that money in cigarette tax, you know, revenue, sales. No. 
<laughs> they didn't. Rhode Island and New Hampshire, on the other hand, are enjoying a boom with increased cigarette revenue of $12 million and $28.5 million, respectively. Tax stamps in Rhode Island jumped 18.2% and rose 29.7% in New Hampshire. Total cigarette sales are up 18.2% and rose 29.7% in New Hampshire. Total cigarette sales are up 40%, 46% in New Hampshire, and menthol cigarette sales are up 90%. According to the Tax Foundation, Massachusetts now ranks 12th in the nation for cigarette smuggling. Congratulations, detail by design. Seven years. I love that. Massachusetts now ranks number 12th in the nation for cigarette smuggling. As for non-flavored cigarettes, sales in Massachusetts jumped 15%, and non-flavored smokeless tobacco sales have increased by 350% compared to the same time period in 2019. With every month that passes, the state's ban on flavored tobacco becomes increasingly absurd, said Jonathan Shear, executive director of Nexima, in a press release. All anyone needs to do is look at the excise tax stamp numbers from June through November to understand how ineffective and ridiculous this ban is. Shear points out that if you combine the additional sales in neighboring states with an increase in sales of non-flavored cigarettes, total cigarette sales are up the first six months of Massachusetts prohibition. I just have to clap again because... I feel like this is what they wanted. Didn't Charlie Baker need more cigarette sales in the state so that they don't default on, the, on those MSA bonds that they got in the state? Isn't that what they wanted? Didn't they want cigarette sales up? Well, shit, mission accomplished. Cigarette sales are up the first six months of the Massachusetts prohibition. Well done, Charlie Baker skyrocketing cross-border sales were a predictable response to prohibition and it's bewildering why massachusetts decided to ban these products in the first place in 2019 the last year for which we have complete data five percent of massachusetts youth said that they had smoked in the past 30 days the number who smoked frequently defined as 20 or more days in the last month was 0.6 percent for adults the smoking rate was 12%. The smoking rate for both youth and adults in Massachusetts is below the national average. In fact, an analysis conducted by Reason Foundation found that states with higher distribution of menthol cigarettes tend to have lower smoking rates. Since the already declining smoking rates couldn't be the primary reason for the Massachusetts flavor ban, one of the key arguments made for prohibition was that the black community is far more likely to smoke menthol cigarettes. Supporters of the flavored tobacco ban claimed it would improve black residents' health and narrow health disparities. It's true that black smokers overwhelmingly favor menthol, but looking at the overall smoking rates... There's little difference between the proportion of blacks and whites who smoke, 14.4% and 12.3% respectively. As for narrowing health disparities, unfortunately, no health improvements will be had when folks can stock up on cheap menthol cigarettes from out of state or switch to an equally deadly non-menthol cigarette. 
And that's really important to remember is that Massachusetts allows tobacco cigarettes to still be sold everywhere, everywhere, all over the place. Drug stores, convenience stores, gas stations, cigarettes. So people are... (laughs) People are switching from just menthol to regular cigarettes. Good job, Charlie Baker. Uh, He has such a good grasp, you know, on public health and tobacco control. Man, run for run for president, Charlie Baker. Uh, Please do not do that. Lost revenue isn't the only cost of the flavor bans. Because of the racial disparities in menthol use, the illicit market is likely to be concentrated in black communities. Enforcing the flavored tobacco ban will almost certainly be disproportionately focused on black residents, which is a principal reason why the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, and other civil rights organizations opposed federal menthol bans in February of 2020. Across the country, as legislators begin their work for 2021, tax revenues shouldn't be the only thing to give them pause when considering flavored tobacco bans, but they should also consider fundamental questions of fairness, effectiveness, and whether prohibition will actually achieve the purpose for what it was intended. Great article by Guy Bentley. How good is that? $100 $100 million there, Massachusetts. You lost $100 million. People can just go across the border to get literally everything they need. People are continuing to vape flavored vapor products. People are continuing to smoke menthol cigarettes. And all you did for your state, Charlie Baker, was cost it $100 million. Like, I can't, I don't want to say I told you so, but holy crap. We saw what happened in San Francisco when they banned flavored tobacco products. Didn't change anything. Cigarette sales went up and people were still able to get nicotine flavored products and menthol cigarettes. Prohibition is is not the answer. Prohibition will never be the answer. Bogan is the answer. Vaping Bogan is the answer. I saw you there, buddy. Anyway, uh, that's Guy Bentley at the Reason Foundation. I'll put a link uh, down in the description to where you can read this, absorb it, share it around. I think it's, uh, I think it's incredible, and I think it's really well written. And I like that uh, it really just puts it out there in just black and white. Nope, this tobacco uh, flavored vapor ban that you did, Charlie Baker. Yeah, hundred million dollars. Cost your state $100 million. How does that feel? How does that feel to be the governor of a state and the decision that you made cost your state $100 million and didn't didn't accomplish the goal that you wanted it to? Wow. Out, Charlie Baker. Bye. Smell you later. What's up, Ruff McGuff? Um, At least I hope Bogan has a beer in front of him. I think that's all Bogan drinks is beer. Um, one more thing I wanted to share. What was that, Michelle Lynn? <laughs> Bogan is putting in the chat that he wants to join you on the vlog. Not sure if you saw. Just wanted you to know. You want to join on the vlog, Bogan? So, dude, t- too much advocacy to discuss. I mean, truly and honestly, too much advocacy to discuss. It's ridiculous. You want to come on the vlog next week, Bogan? You want to do that? You want to come on?
Let's make it happen. I mean, shit, if you're up right now, I don't know what time it is in Adelaide, Adelaide, Australia, but if you want to come on the vlog next week, just hit me up. We'll, we'll make some time for you. Seriously. Seriously. Baker listened. Here's the thing. Yes, 306 Vapa, you make an unbelievable point. But Charlie Baker isn't the only one that listened to the Karens. Governor Andrew Cuomo, who I don't use that clip anymore. Uh, I should. He did too. He did too. And I think that if they do a similar analysis on what happens in New York, it's probably going to be on a larger scale than it happened in Massachusetts. You see, they're just trying to not default on tobacco bonds. They owe money to people. <laughs> and they're, they based that, you know, they base this on projected cigarette sales. And when little battery operated ends, nicotine inhalation systems started cutting into that cigarette sales, these states are at risk of defaulting on bonds that they owe to Wall Street, which would be bad. Bad for the state. Anyway, that's what I wanted to mention. Uh, I had another, I had one more thing I wanted to mention. Uh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on, Michelle Lynn. This is happening, okay? This is happening. Michelle Lynn gave me something to shout out, and I'm trying to get to the image of it because it's a thing. Oh, come on. Hang on. Hold, please. Here we go. It's the winter doldrums. Yeah, winter doldrums happening in Philadelphia. This is a Michelle Lynn deal. This is a Michelle Lynn gig. You know Michelle Lynn. You see her in the chat. You love her. You want to you wanna watch some, some live music? This is the Winter Doldrums. Happens every year. It's happening except Sunday, February 28th. You can head over to folkfest.org. Um, all the proceeds from this benefit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So not only do you get to listen to some awesome Philadelphia folk music, but damn it, the money that you spend goes to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So huge shout out to uh, Michelle Lynn. I'll bring this up again a couple of times before it happens, but uh, look, we're all looking for something to do. I'm looking for stuff to do, live streaming music. I baked a cake. You guys, we're going to get to that in a second. Um, one last thing I wanted to mention here in the news and advocacy while we still have a little bit of time is I'm not sure if you're aware, but if you're a member of CASA, they send out what they call like the heads up. Uh, and it's like a weekly thing and it's kind of updates to things that have been going on. And I just kind of wanted to share it uh, just a little bit. Oh, I forgot to share this. Yeah, failure. Flavored tobacco products failure. Um, so the newest, uh, you know, uh, weekly heads up here is there's a little bit of an update in North Dakota. Last week in North Dakota, there was an online sales ban in place and a vape tax legislation in place. Well, an update from CASA is that SB 2190, which would have been the remote sales or mail order ban, didn't pass. So there you go. North Dakota, for a few more months, you, you, you'll still have vape mail. SB 2190 failed. Now there is still 
a vape tax happening, SB 12189 in North Dakota. But I'll be linking to this. Here, look, I'll put it in the chat right now. You can't boss me around. I'll, I'll put things in the chat if I want to. All right, hang on. I didn't mean to fly off the handle like that. Okay, now it's in the chat. It's going to be down in the description of this video as well, but there is a huge vape tax happening in North Dakota, South Dakota, North Dakota. <laughs> Sorry. 7.7%, huh? Uh, Kassah gives a little bit of an update as to the flavor ban in California. It's been delayed till 2022 because there was more than a million people that signed a, uh, a referendum to have it made a ballot initiative in 2022. So we get at least another year. I love you too, Michelle. We get at least another year of flavored vapes in California until the citizens of California vote on the topic. Um, they talk about some junk science that kind of came out. Uh, people are claiming that uh, vaping increases your, your risk of COPD, um, despite all of the studies and empirical data that we have that show that vaping actually stops COPD and not just stops it, but can actually reverse COPD. If, you're, if you were a, a, a smoker with COPD, vaping can actually reverse it. I'll post link down in the description to that study that shows that it does reverse it and not to this study that suggests it'll increase uh, your COPD, which just flies in the face of everything that we know. Literally, it just, it's infuriating. It's, in, it's, it's completely infuriating. And I made this analogy and you know me, dude, I love a good analogy, and, but I'm also bad at them. But I kind of made this analogy on Facebook and seeing how drastically different the United Kingdom and the United States are should tell you something about vaping that maybe you're not getting the whole truth about what's going on. And I mean, I'm talking to the general public here. Things like Ivali, people still think that that was related to nicotine vapings, even though it had nothing to do with nicotine vapor products. And you get the United Kingdom that's deregulating because they want more people to vape. And then the United States, we have our own Department of Health and Human Services and our own National Institutes of Health telling people, if you're a smoker, do not try e-cigarettes. It is, uh, they, someone has to be wrong, <laughs> you know? Like someone has to be wrong. Either the American Heart Association, the American Lung Association, the World Health Organization, the American Cancer Society, either they're all wrong or the government of the UK is wrong because someone's wrong. It can't be both beneficial and urging their citizens to switch to vaping products and be worse for you than smoking and exacerbate your COPD and lead youths to smoking cigarettes. It can't be both someone is lying maybe not lying but just not being forthright with all of the truths and uh evidence and 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 data and i'm sorry it gets me uh ragey with rage sweat and truth butter dripping all over the place dripping all over the place but uh this is a spectacular little piece. Um, 
They, they talk about uh, junk science. They talk about uh, public health, anti-vaping propaganda that's been popping up. Um, they call out, uh, you know, they, they, they highlight Clovis. I don't know if you're hip to Clovis over there on Twitter, but Clovis is great. They talk about vape ban consequences. They link to that story of the gentleman in India that had to go back to cigarettes. Um, Adults like flavors. Uh, this is from the the UK, of course, about adults liking flavors. But this is just one of like the highlights, not necessarily the highlights of my week, but I look forward to the CASA heads up. And this is the heads up. And I'm going to try to share the heads up as often as, uh, you know, as often as I possibly can. So I think that's going to bring us to the end of news and advocacy. I did want to mention one thing. If you guys want to talk, if you guys want to know about Bloomberg and the Philippines, go watch this week's TBN. Uh, we did a little bit of a deep dive into Bloomberg and he might, you guys cross your fingers, please cross your fingers. Bloomberg might be breaking international laws by donating money to the FDA in the Philippines. Yeah. Oh. God, I really hope this happens. Holy crap, I hope this happens. Bloomberg, where's old Bloomy here? Bloomberg faces mounting pressure to explain funding of the Philippines FDA. The anti-tobacco Bloomberg Foundation faces mounting pressure to explain the release of funds to the Philippines Food and Drug Administration, which international public health experts and tobacco harm reduction advocates said could be tantamount to influencing the decision of a regulator. And if he is attempting to influence the decision of a regulator, oh, 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 oh Bloomy, that's really illegal. Like crazy illegal. And I feel like you should know that. University of Ottawa Center for Law, Health, and Public and Policy Advisory, uh, Professor David Sweener said that the donation made by Bloomberg Groups to the Philippines FDA could sway the regulatory agency's future decisions and take away its independent judgment when it comes to tobacco control. So the question that everybody's asking is, why did Bloomberg donate all this money to the FDA in the Philippines? Why indeed? What does the Bloomberg Philanthropies website say? Oh, there it is, black and white, clear as crystal. They are tobacco and nicotine prohibitionists, and that is what they're trying to accomplish with their money. So I'm really hoping Bloomy goes down for this. God, really hoping Bloomy goes down for this. I'm obviously not going to sit here and read this whole thing because we already had... Uh, we already had a little bit of a story time with Grim Green, but um, I wanted to skip down here to the end because uh, countries, because uh, Michelle Mitten, uh, one of my heroes, you know, Michelle Mitten over there on Twitter, Competitive Enterprise Institute, just one of my heroes. She, she's in this. She's quoted in this. Okay. I can't find it. I can't find it. And it's stressing me out. Uh, Wodak is, is, is quoted in this as well. Michelle Mitten, Clive Bates is quoted in this as well. And uh, dude, <laughs> there's a really good chance that Mike Bloomberg could be in a lot of trouble with this donation to the Philippines FDA to, you know, basically prohibit smoking, prohibit nicotine, prohibit all nicotine, all vaping, all smoking. They are staunch pro
prohibitionists. And the thing that makes me the most mad about this, and Matt Cully, who I love Matt Cully, he brought this to my attention. He made a really great point that, dude, the Philippines has a dictator. They just jail people for things over there. They jail drug users, and they want to add smokers and nicotine users to that list. So Bloomberg is knowingly donating money to the Philippines FDA for the purpose of tobacco prohibition, knowing that the dictator of the Philippines, if he follows Bloomberg's guidelines, might end up throwing nicotine users in prison because he's a dictator. So good on you, Bloomberg. You know, you were, you're one step away from wanting to be a dictator and giving money to a dictator. Man, that is uh, well done, Mike. Well done, Mike. Let's keep all those poor Filipino citizens smoking cigarettes. I think that's a, I think that's a great, <laughs> that's a great idea. So Mike Bloomberg, you know, it's whatever. Complete and total piece of shit. Let's get on to, uh, let's do a couple of these super chats before we, you guys, we're going to bake a cake. I don't even remember where I was. Uh, Southern Comfort. That's right. SoCo checking in. Josh Gojira. That's right. Here we are. Falk tube. Appreciate you. I have two years as of 1231.20. No thanks to the Nazi Chusets Governor Baker. Damn the man. Save the empire. Congratulations on your two and a half years, Falk YouTube. I, that's awesome. Fucking A. Let me give you a high five. Here's some more high fives. Just all the high fives. Josh says, to be fair, I literally just bought my first your first what? Your first vape? Dude, did you just buy your first vape? Or what, your first beer? Josh, I'm gonna need you to clarify what's going on here because I'm hyper confused. New Wave Dave was listening to God of Thunder from Kiss and I specifically heard Gene tell me to give Grim Green five bucks. Ha! New Wave Dave, Gene was correct. <laughs> I heard it too in that song. You know, my band, we used to cover God of Thunder. What a great song, by the way. Dun, 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 dun. That's an incredible song. You have really good taste in music, New Wave Dave, and I've always known that about you. Tyler B., super shout out to Bob Ohms Too Low. Thanks, bro. Hell yeah, we're shouting out Bob Ohms Too Low. I have a question, though. Are his ohms too low? <laughs> Sexy King Phil, very gracious of you. Thanks to the stimulus check, I got to stock up on wire, cotton, and juice. Is seven bags of cotton bacon V2 enough? Also, have any menthol juices you'd recommend? No, I have no menthol juices I recommend. I haven't had a really rocking menthol liquid since I had, it was an Indonesian liquid that was like a menthol mango and they had a menthol banana. Uh. If you're looking for, in, for menthol, Indonesia is like menthol king of vaping. I, in fact, I don't want to send you that bottle of Sutboa. <laughs> I was going to be like, I'll just send you this bottle, but I really want to keep this bottle of liquid. Unfortunately, I don't have very many recommendations for you, sexy King Phil. Sean, I tried the Halo Turkish tobacco you recommended. Spot on. Yes. Dude, Halo Turkish tobacco is good. 
It's good. It's one of my favorite tobaccos. I'm glad you like it, Sean. Jim Bubba. How you doing, man? Yo, yo, Grim. I was going to buy you a bunch of GameStop and AMC stock today, but I suppose I'll have to figure something else out now. Bummer. How I saw this happen from the beginning because I follow Wall Street Bets on Reddit and I saw this starting and it was just popcorn. I love this. This is one of my, this is my favorite thing that's happened all year so far is the GameStop stock. I love I love that regular citizens, just people on Reddit just decided to fuck up the stock market and now all these hedge fund guys are like losing money and that feels good, you know? That would be like if you could walk up to Jeff Bezos and just punch him in the gut and grab a thousand bucks and spit on his head. That's what that feels like, you know? Feels good. <laughs> feels good. Nick Ryan. Uh, no, we had uh, Philip. Sorry. Lol, people were thinking, does he moisturize? No, he vapes. Congratulations on 12 years, Nick. I appreciate that. Also, Philip, I do moisturize. Dude, you got to moisturize. Uh, Nick, that's very gracious of you. Crazy new bills being proposed the last few months here in Ontario, Canada. Let me know if you want a link to the limiting. Yes. Send it to me, Nick. Nick at grimgreen.com. I want to see it. I want to know. I want to be informed about what's going on in Canada. Uh, Yasin, I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing your name right. Is the Smacks Pony on Acid worth $45 shipping? I live in the Netherlands and literally can't get it anywhere, but everyone seems to praise this liquid. Yasin. Email me. I will send you some. Don't spend forty-five dollars on shipping. We can we'll try to get that price down. I have I have a PO box place that can get. I can. I'll ship it. I'll just. I'll ship it to you. I'll send you a, a few bottles of Pony on Acid. Okay. Don't spend forty-five bucks on shipping. Yes, to answer your question, yes, it is worth the forty-five dollars in shipping. But I can't possibly, in good conscience, let you do that. I'll just send you some. <laughs> It's just, it's much easier that way. Chasing clouds and flavor reviews. I live in New Hampshire. It's a wonderful place to be. I, I'm sure it is. It sounds great. Falk tube. The only thing that stopped me from going to New Hampshire for e-liquid last weekend was that I popped a U-joint in my drive shaft in Cambridge. If I was a car guy, I would know what a U-joint is. So I'm not a car guy. So I'll just pretend that I know what a U-joint is. What a bummer. Bro, your U-joint? Fuck, that sucks. Sorry that that happened to you. Look, I'm assuming at this point they have like carpools going across state lines, right? Like if you're in Massachusetts, you just, there's like a Facebook group that you just sign up and it's like, hey, we're all getting in a, a van and we're going to New Hampshire to buy cigarettes. Uh, DVTV, Bloomberg for Prison 2021. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll yes. I'll just, yes, hard yes, period. DVTV, congratulations on 12. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Kane, Kane, Pat, Patrick, Padriac. I, I'm sorry, Kane. I'm super late, but hello. Welcome, Kane. Welcome. You're not late. Josh, that's very gracious of you. I asked about the noisy cricket because I bought my first yesterday. Okay, get it. Get it, Josh. Nine years of vaping on the 1st of February. Keep on vaping, my man. Happy 12 years. Dude, you're nine years. That's sick. Think about how much better you feel. You remember when you switched from smoking to vaping and it was like you got your sense of smell back and suddenly food started tasting awesome? 
congratulations. That's, I mean, this is some, these are things that nobody talks about. Like, yeah, of course you're going to avoid things like lung cancer, emphysema, COPD, you know, stroke and all these things. But there's so much more. You can breathe better. Your food tastes better. Switch to, if you're a smoker, switch to vaping literally right now. It's the best decision you'll ever make in your life. Matt Sinister, Gene Simmons would only want you to give money to him <laughs> because remember, he invented everything. We need a wrestling match, a wrestling match. I would pay dollars to see Gene Simmons wrestle Jay Hayes. I, I, would, I would pay money for that. I would pay money to see Matt Sinister wrestle Jay Hayes. Trey, very gracious of you. Nick, I need to buy the Just Try It drip tip by itself. Also, an 810 version would be dope. Best drip tip ever. We're working on it. I promise. And Kane, one more time. Just call me Spud. Same as my Instagram name. Okay, Spud. I see. I, Spud. You're Spud. I've seen you on Instagram, Spud. Congrat. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you for letting me call you Spud, too, because I don't want to, like, you know, I don't like butchering butchering your uh but butchering your name there oh is that nick Bassett dvtv did you uh do a little bit of rebranding on your channel there nick Bassett? hmm became dvtv nick Bassett. instead of daily vape tv you're dvtv now what's that mean huh you're rebranding over there what are you reviewing tech stuff now you're just abandoning vapors that's fine I'm just making a lot of assumptions right now, aren't I? Okay, so what we're going to do right now, instead of mail, and I promise we're going to get right back to the Super Chats, right back to the Super Chats after this next segment. But what we're going to do right now is uh, we're going to watch a pre-recorded video. So here's, how, here's, here's the story behind this. <laughs> I baked a cake, and I'm fucking proud of it. I don't cook... I don't bake. I don't do any of that. I just don't. It's not a skill that I've ever honed or practiced. Um, I've made a few things in the past, uh, black beans and rice with some gooey syrup and mango or something. Like I've made a, a few things here and there, but I have never in my life baked anything from scratch ever. And I did. Dude, so I'm going to show you guys a quick video. It's actually about 10 minutes. This is actually going to take up probably like where the vape mail would be. I'm going to bake a cake. I'm so glad you're here, Beecher. You, my man, more than anybody are going to, uh, are going to appreciate this video. So let me just show you guys this video. Let's sit here and enjoy this together. I literally just edited it. Ed, edited it. Edited it. Did you edit that? Did you edit that? I edited that. Did you edit that? I edited that. I edited it today, and it's 10 minutes of awesome cake mixing. So if you will join me right now, let's do, uh, hang on. This is a Getting to Know Grim Green, but I don't have the bumper for it. Okay, here's the bumper for Getting to Know Grim Green, and then we're gonna go, uh, we're gonna go right into this cake video. And it's going to be uh, spectacular. So I'll see you guys on the other side and I'll let you know like how the actual cake turned out. Okay, let's watch this together. Oh, hello, listeners of the audio version of the vlog. I know there's not a lot of you, 
but I really appreciate it. Anyway, I wanted to tell you that there is supposed to be a video right here of me baking a cake. And I tried every which way I could to include it in the podcast version, but it it was just too weird. The sound was really bad, and there's a bunch of parts that's just music, and it it's awkward, and it was weird. So it's whatever. If you want to watch me bake a cake, you have to watch the video version of it on YouTube, um, unfortunately. So that's what's supposed to be here right now. And uh, we're going to get right back to the vlog right after the video ends. Okay? And go. Dude, cake! I, I've never really been so proud of something as I was with that cake. I have never baked anything. Never. That's this. You, you literally just watched the first time I've ever baked anything ever in the history of America. And I baked a cake. And here's the thing that there was supposed to be an end <laughs> to that video. We were, I was going to film us, you know, eating the cake and, and, and talking about how great the cake was. The problem is we ate the cake so quickly that and I didn't even get it on video. We ate the cake in like two days. It just gone. Just cake. Just gone cake. We just crushed this cake uh, and it was great. I want to do, the frosting didn't go like the way that I wanted it to. It wasn't creamy enough. It was a little too whipped. There was a little bit of whippingness to it and that really bothered me. And so I want to bake another cake. I might film it again. You never know what'll happen. I'm going to bake another cake and I want to do better frosting this time because as good as the frosting was, it didn't, uh, didn't quite hold up to my standards of frostingness. I like that really creamy frosting. You know when you have frosting that's really creamy and then when you like cut through it, there it forms like a little thin layer of like sugar crust on there and you cut through. I love that. I love that. Yeah, shed time cake. That's what, we'll, that's, I'll just become the shed time baker. I'll just do dabs and then go bake cakes. But I had a lot of fun baking a cake and that was the first time I've ever baked a cake and we got to share that together. You just got to know a little bit more about Grim Green. Now, if we're gonna keep this segment going, which we definitely are, I would like to add two songs to the Spotify playlist. I know we're doing this right in the middle of the vlog, but the timing just seems right. We're still in getting to know Grim Green and I'm gonna do some super chats right after this, but I have a, a running playlist on Spotify that is uh, just bangers, just songs that I like, just songs that have made me who I am and gives a little bit of insight into like the way that I think and the music that I listen to because I think that's a really important thing. One of the first things, like whenever I'm getting to know anybody, it's like, okay, well, let's talk about music. What, what What's your jam? What you into? I think it tells a lot about people and I have a story to tell about this band. Hang on. Uh, we're going to add two songs to the Getting to Know Grim Green Spotify playlist, which will be linked down below. After this, we still have retro vaping to do, and we still have a very random liquid tasting to do. In fact, I had another segment ready to go that I was going to throw in there, but uh, damn it. I don't think we're going to have enough time. Uh, yes. Who said cream cheese icing? Who said Turbo Tony? Fucking Turbo Tony with cream cheese icing? Uh, yeah, cream cheese icing. Cream cheese icing... I, I, I like cream cheese icing. I just want to put this on the street. Yes. 
cream cheese icing turbo tony e4 cream cheese icing that will be the next uh the next one so i want to talk about music for a second because i'm a huge music fan and as you know, if you're a regular vlog viewer, we do this kind of every week. We add some songs to the Getting to Know Grim Green Spotify playlist. I'll have it linked below. It's a lot of metal, but not all metal. And we're adding some non-metal to the playlist today. And what we're adding is what have become one of my favorite bands of all time. Just one of my favorite artists of all times. I, I have a this like weird muse sort of unhealthy obsession with Haley Williams from the band. Paramore. So the first time that I heard Paramore, I was, I was, I was snotty. You know, I was like a 24, 25 year old dude who at that time I was really like a dick. Like if you had met me back then, we probably wouldn't have been friends because I had this, I used to have this real elitist sort of attitude. You know, I used to have this, like, you know, I saw Paramore on MTV and I'm just like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. This is like teeny bopper, bubblegum, horse shit. Fuck Paramore and fuck anybody who likes Paramore. You know, I listen to 18 Visions and Hatebreed and Atreyu. And I listen to good music. And I don't listen to shit like Paramore. And I just wrote Paramore off. And I'm like, fuck this band. And then Riot came out. And I was like, still, this band, I want nothing to do with them. They were one of those bands that was like, it's like My Chemical Romance and Paramore. I just can't stand you. Just can't stand you. And then, and then Paramore released that album with the butterfly on it. And I heard their single ignorance and I was like, okay, this song, look, it's kind of a banger, right? It's kind of a banger. So I started listening to that Paramore album and then I went back and I was like, shit, dude, Paramore has some really good songs and I'm kind of an asshole for being the way that I was like looking down on someone just because they like something that's different from you was a huge realization to me. And if you do that, you are a piece of shit. There's just no, no way around it. Enjoying things shouldn't be stressful, man. Just enjoy what you enjoy and be proud of it. And I'm proud that I became a, I became a Paramore fan. This is their first album. It's called all we know is falling. It's very, early 2000s like teenager warped tour pop punk emo kind of stuff really good not everything's a banger on this particular album but this is one of my particular favorite paramore albums because it's much more aggressive i guess than a lot of their other stuff in fact one of the songs that we're putting on the grim green playlist the, the first song we're putting on the playlist is Emergency. It was like their single off of this album. And it's just a good, really catchy, really melodic, really fun song. When I, when I just, you know, I fall in love with Haley Williams and I just love her voice and everything she does. And, you know, I listen to her solo stuff now and I listen to all like the one off she did with like Zed and B.O.B. I'm just a big fan. And uh, Emergency is an incredible, incredible Paramore song. And the second song we're going to put on the playlist tonight is, it's the last song on the album and it's called My Heart. And I know that sounds like a real like emo-y sort of like mascara wearing, like my heart, you know, it, it is kind of like that, but this is the only time in Paramore's career where they sort of like experimented around with like screaming vocals. I was really 
taken aback when I heard the last song, My Heart, and it's got like a screaming guy on vocals kind of in the background. And I was like, whoa, ooh, look at you, Paramore. Being a little bit, uh, being a little bit edgy, are we, Paramore, with the screamings in the background? So that's it. That's what we're putting on. I I wrote off Paramore for a really long time because I was a I was an asshole, and I thought I was better than this band, and I thought I was better than the people that listened to this band. And then I realized, no, I'm just the asshole. I'm just the piece of shit. I'm glad you guys liked Paramore. I'm sorry that I shit on Paramore for so long because they have some bangers. And uh, really, the, the the whole point of this is just like what you like. Don't don't feel embarrassed by the things you like. Embrace the things that you like because, again, liking things shouldn't be stressful. And don't let people give you shit for liking things. That's ridiculous. Next, I was going to do the Mast- Mastodon album today, but we're going to do we're going to do a Mastodon album tomorrow. And honestly, Paramore opened up like a bunch of you know, musical bands and artists that like I really never kind of cared about before. And that's one of the great things about putting your guard down and stop, you know, when I stopped being kind of an elitist piece of shit, you go oh, wow, I, I actually like this band. I actually like The Used. I'm going to listen to Taylor Swift. I'm going to listen to Paramore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to Mastodon. I'm going to listen to Slayer. I'm, I just like these things, and I don't care if people know that I like them. Anyway, that, that's really the message that I wanted to get across, but Paramore is a great band. I have all the Paramore records, so there, there, there'll probably be more Paramore added to the playlist. It'll be linked down below. The link will be right above grimgreenmerch.com where you can get all shop for all of your shop for all of your grim green uh, needs uh sexy king phil's asking if i've heard waking the cadaver of course i've heard waking the cadaver who hasn't word who doesn't like some good grind you know who doesn't like some grind now and then who doesn't listen to daughters or waking the cadaver good stuff anyway so that's paramore i'll have a link down in the description to the getting to know grim green spotify playlist but what i really want to do right now is retro vape i feel like we haven't i i need nicotine in in me <laughs> i guess let's uh let's <laughs> let's retro vape shit i'm gonna go take no let's retro vape Okay, I'm sorry for a few things. I'm sorry that that bumper is so loud. I need to control shed time cooking show frames. I'm in 100%. Let's do it. I'm sorry that that bumper music is so loud. I have volume issues now. And uh, this is uh, this is retro vaping. And I haven't wicked this yet. And I guess it's because I wanted to show you guys the deck. But now I'm thinking I could have shown you the deck much easier through pictures. <laughs> I could have just taken pictures of the deck, but what we're going to be retro vaping today is an RTA. If anybody watches or tunes into my Monday afternoon builds dreams, we're going to be com- we're coming up on like a few weeks of RTAs. I just want to dig out a bunch of my old favorite RTAs and kind of do a shootout. Just put them all head to head all together. Appreciate that like. Whoever just liked it, it notifies me. So we have an RTA today. Does anybody remember? Does anybody remember the Church Hill 
RTA, anybody, show of hands, who remembers the Church Hill RTA? Because this RTA came out and didn't really have much fanfare. There was no real hype around it. I got one and it was kind of just like, oh, this is really, really good. Why isn't anybody else vaping this? Why isn't anybody else reviewing this? This is like an incredible RTA. Ultem tank, one piece chimney on the inside, but it had a two piece chimney in the middle. Postless build deck. I'm not sure if you're gonna be able to see that. I should have just taken pictures. It's a postless build deck. And then it has like, you know, a, a goblin type two, you know, sort of a half chimney that'll go down on here. It just seats on there with O-rings. And then that chimney part will thread down Boosh like that. And it becomes an RTA. I'm going to wick this up real quick. The way that you fill it is you have to unscrew this stainless portion on top here. And then there's a little fill hole right there. Fills hole. Do you see that? You see fills hole there? 810 drip tip. This was a banger of an RTA. And holy shit. Cla I know, Rick Martin. I'm going to throw that on the stream right now. Classic American vape gear. Classic American vape gear with the Churchill RTA. I've also realized just now that I did not do anything that I've been vaping. <laughs> That's fine. Here, you want to? Here, I'll narrow this down to like the four things that I've been vaping. Ready? <laughs> right in the middle of retro vaping. Uh, v Zone E Mask with the Type 2. In fact, we're going to use this V Zone E Mask right now to set up the Churchill. RTA. This is just a mod from 2018, something like that. Uh, it's just stayed around and I just love the crap out of it. Golden Boy with the bridged on the inside. That's what I've been vaping. Artemis on the Hass Tour, mouth to lung. That's what I've been vaping. And then lastly, it's Bogan's Ether with the uh, uh, crazy uh, drip tip from the Ukraine on top of the Foxy one. This has been honestly probably my favorite setup of the week. It's just filled up with 12 milligram blueberry. I love a big, long, dorky drip tip. I'm really coming around on the ether and uh, boom. Foxy one right there. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit of a vape break. How you guys doing? Was this made in Canada? Churchill is a Canadian design? You could be right about that, RF Digital. It's been so long since I have uh, had... Since I reviewed this Churchill, I don't really remember much about it. I really, really don't. I remember that I really liked the way that it vaped, and I remember that I was surprised when it didn't leak. I remember the first time I built this, I kept going in and thinking, well, this is going to leak. This is going to leak. And I wicked it, and I kept thinking, this is going to leak. It's just going to leak. I can't see how this isn't going to leak. And then I filled it up didn't leak. Not only did it not leak, it wicked like a champion and vaped really, really well. And I, like I said, I picked out a bunch of R RTAs from uh, my retro vaping tackle boxes. Holy crap. What's the resistance on these? 0.11. That's it. Why is it taking 16 years to glow? Okay. This is a Clapton coil probably from when, the last time I vaped this. Definitely from the last time I vaped this. But it's just a Clapton coil in here. 
I apologize. I'm really quickly going to wick up this Churchill RTA. Let me find a juice to put in here too. Let's go with, uh, sure, some super good. Let's do some super good. Big fan of super good. Big fan of super good. I'm just going to wick this up. I don't have time to do uh, Breeze Tones uh, pork roll technique or cotton. What did you call it? The bacon roll? Why did I call it the pork roll? Bacon roll technique. I don't have time to do that. I'm just going to wick this as fast as I possibly can. So talk amongst yourselves. I'll just uh, sit here and uh, keep talking because I hate dead air. It annoys me. I wish I had a story to tell you right now, but uh, I don't. I baked a cake, but you guys already know that. If I could pull off the correct amount of cotton breeze tones, then I'd really have something here. All right. Uh, all right, there we go. It's wicking. It's, this, see, this is really like a poor man's build stream, you know? It's really like a poor man's build stream. This is kind of what you get with a build stream, except, see, now I don't know what to do. Full Russian hacker. I think that's enough. The point, the point is to, uh, it's a little K-funny in that all you're going to do is cut your cotton so that it goes down behind this little, uh, you know, behind the little chimney and just kind of sits on the bottom of your juice well right there. In fact... That could be damn near perfect. And all you're going to see is a little cotton coming out on each side. Yeah, see, I'm thinking the same thing right now. I'm thinking this is going to leak. How is this not going to leak? It's wicked. It really looks like it's going to leak. <laughs> I mean, still, even though I've used this before and I know that it's not going to leak, feels like it's going to leak. Damn it, it feels like it's going to leak. But I'm going to put some uh, super good butter number four on here in the interest of transparency. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I might be working with super good. And when I say I might, I mean I definitely am because they're the best e-liquid manufacturer in the United Kingdom. And uh, I love their liquids. And uh, we're going to do some liquids, you guys. So get excited. They're kind of starting to hype it on the super good Instagram a little bit, I think. I'm not sure. We're not even all the way there yet. Put some liquid on here. Chimney. It's firing. Smells delicious. I'm just going to screw this down. The Ultem has threads, so it threads down on the bottom. And there's also inner threads that thread down onto that chimney as well. So you can tighten this all the way down. Let's get this airflow open all the way. Restricted. Wow, more restricted than I remember. Way more restricted than I remember. I thought this was like a cloud chasey RTA. It might not be as cloud chasey as I once thought it was. But I'm really excited about the Monday build streams coming up, you guys. We're, we're doing all RTAs. I've got literally like 15 RTAs sitting over here that are all just waiting to be cleaned, rinsed, and uh, rebuilt on Monday. And I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited because this is comparing RTAs that have never really been compared before. I've got them running the gamut, all sorts of RTAs. It's not leaking. It's not leaking. It, it should be leaking. 
It's not leaking. It should be leaking. It's not leaking. I can't believe it's not leaking. But I said the same thing the first time I built it too. So let's uh, I'm gonna turn this wattage down to about 71 watts. I can already tell I need new batteries. So here's a fun story about these batteries. See these blue batteries right here? These are good batteries. These are good like, you know, Samsung 25R batteries. And uh, the last time that Kent Hill was at my house, and he's not here right now, so I can say this. The last time Kent Hill was at my house, he left these batteries here, and I've just been using them. They're good batteries. I think about Kent every time I see these batteries. I'm like, oh, Kent, thanks for the batteries. All right. The Congestus, yes. Thobi, I'll throw that up there. The Congestus was the bomb. That was badass. That was badass. So I left the Churchill build in here that I had. In fact, if you go back and watch my Churchill review from like 2016, these are the same coils. I just re-wicked them, threw some butter number four in there. Really hyper easy to wick. This is one of the most easy wicking RTAs ever. Easier than, I mean, shit. Easier than anything. It's literally you just cut your wicks and you put a you put the cap on there and that's it. It pushes your wick into the correct position and it wicks like a champion. 0.12, 71 watts, butter number four. Let us retrovate. Dude, this is like a uh, this is like a uh, restricted. This is a very modern vape. I'm really surprised by this, truly and honestly. It's a really smooth airflow, really very flavorful, and it's got like a similar level of restriction that like the type two has that, that certain level of restriction that I really, really like that. Like that was my goal for the type two was to get this certain level of restriction. This Churchill has almost that same, same level of restriction. It's a restricted lung. This whole time I've been thinking it's a, it's a cloud chasing RTA. It's a cloud chasing RTA. Nope, definitely not. Thank you for that, Addy Tooney. Addy Tooney's putting in the chat that uh, vaping can reverse your COPD. Yes. Dream from the chat. Any chance you're going to be doing a best of 2020 video? No, I won't be. Here's the thing. What I do now is seventh floor tango incoming. Not yet. What I do nowadays is I make a playlist uh, on my YouTube called My Favorite Things of 2020. And I put all the reviews of things that I really, truly loved in that playlist. And so it's a review for everything that I liked in 2020. That's how I do it. I don't do an end of the year, best of the year type of thing. I just make a, a living playlist that I constantly add to throughout the year so that January 2021, here's the playlist for everything I liked in 2020. Check it out. That's the way I do it. Okay, now back to this RTA. Really good flavor, really restricted, really restricted. And I always thought like, I liked the Church Hill. I mean, I didn't, I don't love Ultem. I still think it looks like stabilized piss, but I liked the Church Hill for some reason. It is vaping awesome. In fact, it kind of needs more wattage. 
77.5 watts? Why not? I can't believe how restricted this is. It, it's completely blowing my mind right now. But really crazy warm, really crazy flavorful. Threaded Ultem makes me Ford Pinto nervous. I could see that. I could see that. But this threading has been honestly awesome. I used this for months when I first got it. Months and months. Never had an issue with the threading. And even the stainless threading up here that unthreads off of more Ultem to fill it still remains perfectly good. Perfectly, perfectly good. Shouldn't make you nervous. It made me nervous too, Matthew. Shouldn't make you nervous. Bob, it is phenomenal flavor. Like this is a really good flavor. Maybe it's the coils, maybe it's the chamber. I see plenty of bubbles happening. It's just a banger of an RTA, really like sleeper of an RTA. There was no hype around this. There was no nothing around this. It just kind of came out. They hit me up and said, do you want to review our RTA? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's look at it. And it was the Churchill. I'm upset that I waited this long to set up the Churchill too. Damn, that's good. Damn hill ass, that's good. All right. So as people were reminding me in the chat, uh, I need to really quickly hydrate, but I don't have a bumper for it. So stay hydrated, Hydro Homies. And uh, this vlog is actually sponsored by the coldest water bottle. Yeah, I'll have a link down in the description. I haven't been including it lately for some reason, but I'll throw a link down in the description where you can buy your own coldest water bottle. This is an official sponsor. They pay me money to say this, but they wouldn't really need to because I love this water bottle. I live in Los Angeles. I've left this outside in the hot LA sun all day long with still ice in it. Still ice in it. Yeah. I use this. Uh, this never leaves my side. I take this with me everywhere. It's 64 ounces of water. Stay hydrated. Hydro homies. Did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear me drinking? Did you guys hear that? So look, I'm pleasantly surprised by the Churchill. If I had to review this today, it would be getting a really good review. It holds up. This is honestly just as good right now as any modern RTA that I have. As far as like a restricted lung goes, Churchill is a banging, banging restricted lung. If you can find one, Try to find one. Jay Cook, I, I lost the Kent bumper. I have to remake it. Um, when I bought a new computer, I didn't do anything right, and I lost a huge folder of vlog stuff, so I have to remake some stuff, and the, the Kent Hydro Homies bumper is one of the things that I have to remake. Kind of bums me out. Dang, Dream. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's very, very kind of you. Thank you. Check out the playlist. I hope you I hope you find some bangers. Okay. Churchill is killing it, dude. Churchill is going to remain on my desk. Hands down, the Churchill's killing it. 
just as good now as it was in 2016. In fact, this thing feels ahead of its time. It's so easy to build and so easy to wick. It wicks so well. The flavor is so good. The restricted lung is so good. I feel like this should have had a lot more hype around it back in the day. Just didn't. And that's whatever. But damn it, it's vaping good now. All right. Well, I would recommend the Churchill. Would recommend. Nine out of ten. Four banana stickers. I don't know. I don't want to have to try to give this banana stickers right now because I'd probably give it five banana stickers. Master Hyper, the Churchill is one of your favorite OG RTAs that you have. Dude, me too. Uh, I grabbed this out like months ago thinking it's either going to be a retro vape or it's going to be a build stream. Like I'm going to do one of these two things with the Churchill because I really remember loving this RTA. I am angry that I waited so long to finally revape this thing. Dude dude damn it churchill really good really good really satisfied by that retro vaping so damn it man that's it for retro vaping it was the churchill and it still holds up holds not not just holds up shines shines it is a shining shining example of uh of what you should do with an rta anyway i don't know what i'm talking about you guys want to do some super chats before we get to the liquid tasting? I feel good about that. And I don't remember where I left off. Where did the hell did I leave off? I'm uh, Gene Simmons. That's right, Trey. That's right, Sexy King Phil. Wait, wait, what? What? Sexy King Phil? Grim, I upgraded to the highest tier subscription. Do I get a star sticker? For what? Oh, on Patreon? No, but you can get sticker packs. I'll send you a sticker pack if you want one. You don't have a star. I don't do the uh I don't do the uh YouTube uh extra thingy like a lot of people do. I should do that, shouldn't I? I'm going to do that because of you, Sexy King Phil. You'll get a star next to your name. Oh, Joshy, my goshy. Nick Cakes looks good if you catch my drift. Dude, I caught it, and that cake was fucking delicious. Delirium. Cake build stream every Monday. <laughs> that took me all day to do that cake. That was an all-day project, all day long, <laughs> from probably noon till the sun went down. I mean, you saw at the end of that video the sun was down. It took me all day to do that. It was probably the, one of the most fun times I've ever had creating any sort of content. And the thing is, I was just shooting that just to shoot it. I, it wasn't necessarily for YouTube or for the vlog, but I wanted to edit it and show it on the vlog because I thought it turned out so good. Anyway, it could be a thing, Delirium. Keep an eye out for Grim Bakes. Uh, that sounds like a weed channel. I'll think of something. We might make some more cakes over here. I might just put them on the Grim Green YouTube. Uh... Just got a notification. I forgot what to call you, Spud. <laughs> Just got my notification that my Grim merch is in Ireland, and I'm super pumped. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Grim Green merch in Ireland. You're one of the few in Ireland with Grim Green merch, my man. Enjoy it. Rock it proudly. Jake, I wanted a Churchill and a Sherman RTA, also rediscovering Alien Ant Farm. Dude, right? 
Alien Ant Farm was legitimately good band. Legitimately a good band. The Sherman, though, the Sherman RTA is a banger. I'm going to try to track down my Sherman RTA because that was a banger. Oh, Matthew. Whoa. Very gracious of you, Matthew. Whoa. Uh, with work having me work late and I miss catching the live streams, it's so great when I catch you live and get some grim green insights and see your excitement. Oh, Matthew, you you son of a bitch. Thank you, bro. I, 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 I'm glad that I can, I can help. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to entertain. I'm glad to be excited. It's vaping, dude. How do you not get excited about vaping? It's awesome. SVK, will there be a baking segment in the vlog? Nah, probably not. I might bake another cake. If I bake another cake, if I bake anything, we'll do, we'll do a video. We'll throw it in the vlog. Of course we'll have getting to getting to bake with grim green. <laughs> okay. So we're going to random liquid taste right now. And I'm going to need your help again. As, as soon as I can find the random liquid tasting bumper, which apparently just doesn't exist anymore. Uh, is this one too loud as well? I think this one's too loud as well, but let's, uh, let's do a very, very random liquid tasting. Oh, you know what, you guys? Actually, we're, we're pretty close. We're close enough. I can hold it. I'm going to hold it. I'm holding it for you guys. No bio breaks. I need the recipe for blueberry violence too, Chris. I need that recipe as well, Chris. So welcome to the very random liquid tasting. Jubby? <laughs> Jubby? SVK? Come on, man. Just kidding. So uh, two liquids are holdovers from the last week because they just don't ever seem to get chosen. And we're adding a new one this week. So I need you guys to vote. And I'm going to be uh, intensely watching the chat. I'm going to be intensely watching the chat. But I need you guys to vote on which liquid I taste. So it's either going to be Ridley from Final Boss Vapes. This poor guy, he's been up here a week now. He hasn't gotten any love. It's going to be Momoka from routine e-liquids and then the final and third contender from main vape co guava smash guava smash so it's time to vote i want to see what you want ridley mocha or guava ridley mocha or guava mix all three of them together guava mocha ridley guava Mocha Vidli, <laughs> Guava Mocha Ridley. Someone, both. Okay. Well, there's some early votes for Mocha. That's very interesting. Really? We're, we're leaning into Mocha. Holy cow. Guava getting some love, Ridley getting some love, but really uh, this is a landslide win here for Mocha. Ridley, Ridley, Mocha, 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 Mocha. We are going, uh, give me a second. Vapor Swaggins, watermelon. All right, you lunatic. Cheese, all right, make a salad. You guys are no help. Mocha, I think we're going with mocha. That is an overwhelm, that is a landslide win for mocha. So as the rules of the very random liquid dick tasting dictate, Guava Smash and Ridley 
They're going to come they're going to be back next week with a new contender. Wow, I didn't think Mocha was going to win this, you know? I did not see this coming, but I'm excited about it because pff, I've been waiting, I've been trying, I've been dying dying to try this juice because once upon a time I just loved all things coffee e-liquids. Any coffee e-liquid I could get my hands on, I just loved the crap out of it. It's too hot. It's too hot. Thought the Dixon was going to go the distance, but uh, it's not. And I can't get it off my wrist. Okay. Ugh. And if you are a Yo Yo A Cool Kid Club member, you can get this t shirt at grimgreenmerch.com. Only you can get this t shirt at grimgreen.com. Nobody, nobody else gets this. Only, only the patrons. So we got uh, No Mocha coming in a glass dripper bottle a very black frosty glass dripper bottle this is described as mocha caramel toffee mocha caramel toffee coffee i like coffee flavors as i was saying there was one there was a dude back in the day does anybody remember parked or he used to go by parked and he used to go by parker he was the first official drama of the vape community you know you know how they're you know how people just just crave drama just thrive on it parked was our first drama because parked or parker he uh he he put himself out there as a reviewer you know he said i'm a reviewer he got a big southern accent parked parked from diet smokes parked was a reviewer and he would put himself out there as a reviewer. And he just started reviewing stuff, gaining subscribers, reviewing stuff. And then people caught on to the fact that he owned dietsmokes.com, which was a vape vendor at the time. And everything that dietsmokes.com carried, he gave glowing reviews to on YouTube. Nothing fishy about that, you know? Nothing fishy about that. Only except that there is something really fishy about that. Every good thing you review, you carry on your site, and then you give your reviews for the products on the site. It was drama. Oh, baby. It was drama 9000 about review integrity and profiting. And it was the first little bit of drama that we had. Little did we know what we were in store for. <laughs> I have a recoil RDA. I've got a Jake Scrapwood original mod. I just love this thing into the ground. And I've got a titanium recoil RDA on top. We're going to give this a little bit of a knuckle test here. This liquid is very, very dark. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. I'm going to apply it now. What I'm actually going to do right now is I'm just going to apply it to these coils and apply it to this cotton so that when I press the button later, it will vaporize instead of just burning the cotton. Love a glass dripper bottle, man. Feels retro, even just holding a glass dripper bottle. Haven't had a glass dripper bottle in a really long time. I think we need to bring glass dripper bottles back because I think they're better. I think they, I think they hold liquid better. And I think you get better flavor liquids from glass dripper bottles. I'm basing that on nothing other than plastic can leach, I guess. Glass doesn't. So that's what I'm going with. 
I just like glass dripper bottles. My favorite thing used to be glass dripper bottle with a uh, mech mod and a dripper. Let's see, is a 0.14? 70 watts seems pretty legit. These are pretty liquid up. So, let's have a toot. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna sit back with this really quick. The problem is I don't have my intro, my music anymore for the very random liquid tasting. So I'm just gonna loop you some yak song. <laughs> I'm just gonna loop you some yak song until I can uh, until I'm done tasting, and then I'll come back. You guys don't mind yak song? Come on. What you hate glass dripper bottles, Eve? That's messed up. That's messed up. I mean, look, whatever. You can have your own opinions, I guess. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not for everybody. I just happen to really like glass dripper bottles. Okay, so like I said, I'm going to sit with this just for a second. I'll come right back and we'll talk about it. I believe I can fly. Okay. Well, that's enough yak song, I think, to tide us over for about another month or so. This liquid is good. And that is the end of the very random liquid tasting. Oh my God, you guys, I'm just kidding. It's really good. Um, strong coffee. Strong, creamy mocha coffee. I get chocolate. I get a fuck ton of caramel. I get some toffee kind of flavor in there. I think it's kind of hidden in there with the caramel. You kind of get this like caramel toffee, sort of chocolate caramel toffee coffee sort of flavor very creamy very coffee that you ruined and i don't mean ruined and that you can't drink it i mean ruined and that it's like when you put a little bit too much cream and sugar in your coffee and you go oh it's really sweet but i'm gonna drink it anyway you know but you made it just a little bit too sweet that's what this tastes like it tastes like roasty sweet coffee there's some like chocolate mocha and you get a really nice caramel toffee flavor with it. Feels like a little bit heavier of a liquid. This doesn't feel like a nice like like refreshing summertime uh, vape or anything like that. It's a, this is a, it's raining outside. I'm wearing sweats and I'm binging Netflix. And this is like a deep, dark, heavy coffee mocha caramel flavor really tasty really tasty and i swear maybe it was just something in my head but when i first took a toot on this i thought why do i taste raspberry i legitimately tasted raspberry for a second and i thought well there's no raspberry in this and then when i learned there's no raspberry in this i still kept tasting raspberry and i don't know if that's like a like a mental thing that I'm assuming that there's raspberry in here. I think the other coffee flavor that I had from this company did have raspberry and maybe that's getting in my head. Coffee, cream, real sweet, chocolate, coffee, tar coffee, caramel, to toffee, caramel, toffee, caramel. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, Neferon. Accurate description, Neferon. Accurate description. Tasty. Tasty. All right. I like it. Thumbs up. I love a good coffee flavor. Oh, I didn't even mention, I forgot to tell the rest of the story about Parked. Diet Smokes made a caramel macchiato liquid for a number of years that I loved. I couldn't get enough of it. It kind of just tasted like sweet caramel, but he called it caramel macchiato and it had a little bit of like coffee in it. That was my favorite coffee liquid and I haven't found a coffee liquid since then that I like as much. This one comes kind of close, a little bit close. It's never going to replace that Diet Smokes Caramel Macchiato from 2010, though. But it is, uh, that is banging delicious. Well, shit, you guys. What are we doing? We're at the end of the vlog. What time is it? 6.25. That's it. I think we're done. Uh, let me take a quick look. Make sure I didn't forget anything. I certainly haven't finished this beer. The coffee line. This is from, uh, hang on, let me get the box. It's easier to read because I'm old and blind. Uh, routine, routine e-liquid co. Routine e-liquid go. Uh, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is kind of addictive, I guess. It's not really addictive. Like the definition of the term addiction does not apply to nicotine. And that further infuriates me that we have to put these on our labels. Routine e-liquid. And this is uh, something. It's called Mo Mocha. Mocha caramel toffee coffee. Worth a look. Worth a look in my opinion. Definitely worth a look. Who's texting me? Nick Bassett. I don't want to. Oh, hydrate. All right. Let's hydrate. <laughs> hydrate. Hydro. Homies. Yeah, we're not going long. I'm going to finish off this beer. Let me take a quick look. Make sure I didn't forget anything. You know, it's that lack of mail. I had another segment ready to go, but I don't want to execute it right now because it's 6.30. You know, this is this is the end. This is where we kind of wind down. Like, look, Yacht's here. Everything is right in the world. Everything is not right in the world, but it feels right in the world at this moment. I'm going to finish the beer. I'm going to finish the beer. If you like it when I finish the beer, give this video a thumbs up. Mmm. Yes. Okay, so that represents that represents the end of the vlog. And I didn't I didn't forget anything. Got it all here. We got Paramore. We're adding songs to the Getting to Know Grim Green Spotify playlist and I will have a mess of links down in the description. All sorts of advocacy links, no links to any vendors or vape shops or anything like that because YouTube doesn't like it. And I like keeping my YouTube channel, so I'm not going to put any links in my description. Fucking A, right? So here's what I'll leave you guys with. Thanks for coming out, man. I fucking love the vlog, and I like that you guys are here, and I love that we get to hang out every week 
and kind of goof off and drink beer and get mad at politicians and get mad at Bloomberg. But then we remember that vaping's awesome and vaping's fun and we're supposed to be excited about vaping. We're not supposed to mourn vaping. We're supposed to be excited about this and excited about this technology. And we are, you know, we're ambassadors for vaping. When you're vaping on the street, people see you and, you know, we're ambassadors for this. We, we want to convert as many smokers as we possibly can. And the more smokers that we can get, we'll just get more people here in the vlog. We'll have more fun hanging out. I saw a couple super chats in. So that's what we're going to, uh, that's what we're going to end tonight with is the last few super chats that came in. Appreciate you guys being here so hard. SVK, will there be a baking segment in the vlog? There could be. Monthly baking segments, I feel like would be pretty fun. James, that's very gracious of you. I became a top tier uh, member on Patreon earlier this week, and I was wondering where to join you for after the vlog. Oh, James, did you get on the Discord? Got to get on that Discord. Shh, I, uh, if you haven't yet, when you signed up for Patreon, you should have got a little message that said, email my wife, Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, Casey at grimgreen.com, and she will get you on the Instagram, and she will get you on the Discord, and the Discord is where we hang after vlog times. And I'm looking forward to it. Simon, hey, Nick, uh, me again after another late shift. Usually I'm a dedicated member of your replay crew, but always a buzz to catch you live. Love from the UK. Simon, go to bed. <laughs> Simon, go to bed. It's way too late. I don't expect anybody from the UK to ever watch this live. That would be insane. I would tell you all, go to bed. Go to bed, wake up in the morning, eat beans. That's what you do in the UK. Zaman, wow, that's really blue screen of death. Love you, Nick. I missed the stream, but I will watch later. I love you too, man. And thank you for watching the stream later. Huge shout out to, uh, oh, Joshy, my goshy, and all of the replay crew that watches the vlog. I appreciate you guys. Now, that is, whew, that's another one. That's another one. Appreciate you guys being here. That's another vlog in the history books. It was a banger, if I do say so myself. I hope I'm not trying to sway you guys. Like I'm not trying to be Bloomberg in the Philippines with the FDA and trying to sway their decisions, but I really want to taste uh, that guava smash. So, that's all. Just, it's whatever. Keep it in mind. Keep it in mind for next week when we're voting on random liquid tastings that I kind of want to taste that guava smash. No big deal. It's no big deal. You guys voted your hopes and you have to live with the decision. So uh, I think this is where we're going to wrap this up, you guys. I, I, like I always say, man, I love the vlog. Thank you guys for being here. You guys that make it to the end of the vlog, you're literally... My favorite piece on earth, favorite people on earth. And if I ever get the chance to meet you in real life, I do dispense hugs that look a little less awkward than this, but similar or high fives, crisp high fives all around. As Frames Janklin says, positive vibes, crisp high fives. I appreciate you guys being here. Remember that no matter what anybody tells you, no matter what anybody tells you, vaping is an order of magnitude less harmful for you than burning deadly combustible tobacco cigarettes. Switching from smoking to vaping can stop and reverse COPD. Proven science studies 
It's more effective than, than any NRT on the market. It can reverse your COPD. It's easy. It's enjoyable. And you can quit smoking. And that's the good word. That's the message that we're spreading to the world. Sharing that vape love. Anyway, I appreciate you guys being here. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, thank you. I mean, thank you. It's been 12 years of Grim Green on YouTube. This right here represents 12 years of Grim Green on YouTube, 12 years of not smoking cigarettes. And I, I, I don't want to be anywhere else. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Even with how bad everything is in the United States, even though every day advocates are on Twitter and across the internet arguing with politicians and public health officials, I don't want to be in any other fight. I believe in vaping. This is the hill I will die on. I will defend vaping until I'm in the cold ground. That's my promise. That's my promise to the Grim Green subscribers. And I love you guys and I appreciate you. And uh, just be excellent to each other always. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Any time of year. Dun, 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 dun. I believe I can fly.